0: Welcome back to HXGN Radio. My name is Brian and thank you for joining us today. Offering many opportunities and efficiencies, the most important influence that Leica Geosystems 3D mobile mapping has is its impact upon people. It empowers the user, society, or community to enhance their safety environments and lives. Joining me today is Stuart Woods, Vice President at Leica Geosystems Geospatial Solutions Division. And in today's episode, we will be discussing mobile mapping. Stuart, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Appreciate you being here today. Excited yes. to hear about all this. And and I like to, think, you know, we were chatting a little bit before. Yes. And exactly. I like to think you explained it. So why don't you just kind of
1: explain about mobile mapping all of that that you're doing? Sure. Okay, so what we do, mobile mapping in itself, is the ability to capture the real world through a suite of sensors um, and actually do it as a function of time. So what this means is if I'm traveling down the road or traveling down the highway, I can use LIDAR sensors, images, cameras, to actually digitally represent that, that path, that trajectory of that world that I've traveled. So we create a suite of hardware and software that enables the user to represent and capture the real world in a digital environment. So Excellent. we're digitizing the world. Yes. Yes. Excellent. So now, what's your role and how are you involved? With all sure. This? So I'm responsible for the business unit. I direct globally the products, the teams that lead us to, to developing these products and enabling our customers to do more with less. I really take it quite personally in that the focus here is to bring services and offerings and enabling our, our customers this revolution in, in surveying that's coming from mobile mapping. It's really changing the way the way they work. Excellent. That's great. So tell me a little bit about the technology of mobile sure. mapping. Sure. Okay. All right. So mobile mapping, if you can imagine, um, you you track yourself. You, you Number one, what we like to do is we have to know what time it is. Mm-hmm. So time is, is key to us, right? Because everything that we do, we synchronize to time. So if you imagine you have a long piece of thread, and that is your time from when you started into your to when you end Mm -hmm. and that's what holds us together when we collect data so if I'm traveling from you know point A to point B I'm doing that in a certain amount of time now what I do when I do that I'm measuring the time but I'll hang other data sets I'll capture other bits of information off that time as I'm going from A to B right so 15 minutes in I might take a different type of sensor measurement. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm doing is I'm collecting this continuous. And as as I start to cut that window of time into smaller and smaller bites, I now have a continuous representation of that reality that I traveled from, from A to B. Now by doing time and using time as my constant, it allows me to hang other sensors, other ways of viewing the world, Mm -hmm. right? Sight, cameras, right? Measurement, LIDAR off of that data sets or that that string of time from A to B. Now, when I do that, that allows me to now have a snapshot of the reality of that point when I traveled from A to B. And then at the same time, I start to know at what point in time, where in the world I was, Mm -hmm. right? Everybody's familiar with GPS, Mm -hmm. right? We add in that positioning information to that time element. So now I have time, I have sensor information and I have position. So now at that particular point, I now have a complete snapshot of that travel from A to B. Okay. And now what's exciting is we take that concept mm-hmm. and we wrap it into other packages of different types of products. Excellent.
0: Very cool. Yeah. I, I like the explanation. I appreciate that. So what sort of challenges does this solve then? Well,
1: what's what's amazing is it's really a revolution in engineering and surveying, mm-hmm. right? The world is changing so rapidly. Yes. We can't you know go out and measure each point individually like we used to right you can't send a, a team of surveyors out into the middle of a highway right the highway is so so important to the way we go from home to work that mm-hmm. we can't you know you hate it when they shut down the lanes in the in the road right mm-hmm. so we have to find other ways of working in this expanding and and growing world and our cities are getting very populated. So now with these types of tools, what we're able to do is is work within the reality of a city, right? We drive at, at highway speeds, we drive at city speeds, we capture the data, okay? Now, once you capture that data, we now have it in a digital form. We've now surveyed in a digital form without stopping traffic, right? And at the lowest cost possible, because I'm not sending crews out who have to travel. Right. I now bring that that disk, that digitized snapshot of that connection into my office. Right. And now the surveyor sees that because it's images, Mm -hmm. we're all visual people. It's just like he's being out in the field. okay? and now he works off of his computer. He does the same type of surveying that he would traditionally do. But now he's doing it on a computer in a nice. digital space nice good well that's you know saves time it's much more simple it's yeah. safe safer yes yeah, exactly that's right right And yeah. allows us to work quicker yeah. do more with less mm-hmm. i mean that's the amazing part of the technology absolutely oh fantastic
0: all right so share some of the insights that the you know on the impact that 3d mobile mapping technology will have in the future for example. yes
1: well I, I mean i think some of the the exciting projects we've we've been working on you know touch different types of verticals Mm -hmm. right i mean you know we're actually mapping things that have never been mapped before um we sort of call them once in a lifetime maps right you might um you might not know this but there's 2400 kilometers of sewer pipe underneath the city of paris right no i didn't know that right yeah and so this has never been updated right so as we start to grow and our cities expand we have to be able to map places that we've never been able to map before. So our technologies that we're bringing together under Hexagon, whether it's um, GPS, GNSS, we've now come along with things called SLAM, selective localization and mapping. So this is, you've heard a lot about autonomous cars. This is the same information or the same process that a car uses to locate itself, Mm -hmm. but we're now applying that to surveying. And what that allows us to do is now go into places, like I said, that were once in a lifetime Mapping opportunities, right? You have the the underneath the city. We have situations where you might have a dam in Italy where uh, they only got access to the pipes once every several years, mm-hmm. right? So th- these these areas have never been surveyed. But by bringing new new toolkits together, we're now now able to survey in places that we haven't been able to go before. Now it's also mm-hmm. exciting because the world is changing, mm-hmm. right? And in in places like Mumbai in India you have uh, really the Hutmans or the slums and and we're looking at how do you revitalize these areas hmm. Well, you can't use your traditional surveying tools to to survey some of those environments right so we've ha- we've now created a product which is a backpack so it's a wearable survey equipment that you can now walk through hallways and small streets and alleys right and capture that same environment in a human wearable interest capture environment yeah what would have been the traditional ways of doing it well, really, in a lot of cases, we're pushing the limit. They're, they're, this stuff has never been measured before. It's oh, never been never been surveyed. Yeah, and, and that's really the exciting part that mobile mapping brings is is by bringing you know we're at a point where this these technologies are converging, and we're able to bring you know toolkits that that are coming from like people hear about from autonomous vehicles, mm-hmm. this types of algorithms and these types of maths. We're now applying that to surveying to to allow us to capture worlds that we've never actually been able to to measure before. Sure. So, you know, you brought up
0: the slums in Mumbai, for example.
1: Yes. You survey that now with these backpacks.
0: Correct. Somebody's walking around. What sort of benefits is that going to do for the slums, for example? Well, it, it's quite
1: exciting because, you know, India is is the largest democracy in the world, mm-hmm. about 1.2 billion people. Mm-hmm. And what they're trying to do is now bring dignity and, and equality to equality to everyone that they, the, in the country. And so part of this is mapping and giving a representation and an understanding of where those people live today. And part of the revitalization is to move them and relocate them to, to equal or better living standards, mm-hmm. uh, well, much better living standards, sure, sure. but in size and space somewhere else. So it's about how do you take care of your country? How do you grow your country? How do you bring up the standards of your country? And, and it's identifying and understanding where people live and giving them dignity and then moving them to, to somewhere better. Good. I mean, it's, it's just amazing yeah. and exciting. It really is. And, and, and the fact,
0: you know, we talk about this, too. You know, the, these ty- types of technologies, as we've talked about on the show, you know, they benefit work scenarios. They yes. benefit companies. All Great. good stuff. And then you hear how they can
1: also benefit people. In very exactly. powerful and profound ways. So absolutely I mean I, I think that's the exciting part because you know, we, we get into situations now where where we're actually trying to improve the quality of our lives, mm-hmm. right? You know, we don't wanna spend all of our life sitting in a car in a traffic jam. Yeah. Right. So what we're doing is is we're, you know, it, it, I'm serious. It's no, quite, I'm, I'm, I'm it, laughing with so you on this. I think it's
0: so true. It's a, it's
1: a problem. And, and so so we also have have products now that we're we're enabling this type of capture for our rail networks. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because we need to start to moving to public transportation. Yeah. We need to. To bring the rail networks and the infrastructure into the 21st century, right? Oh yes. And so this is about enabling that acceleration mm-hmm. of, of that infrastructure growth, and, and mobile mapping and these types of mobile solutions is what's allowing that to happen at the speed that we need it as humans, as the world is changing. That's great too,
0: because you know, uh, mass transit, as you just brought up, as yeah. in, you know, for that example, they're great in big cities. But even then they could use improvements, but you know, you go outside of those big cities and they just don't exist. Exactly. And, and they, well, I don't we don't know how to figure this out. And what about this? And there's this constant
1: going around in circles. That's exactly right. This kind of mapping would really solve that problem. That, that's exactly right. Yeah. And that's what we're doing, is we're enabling that that capacity for us to change the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Now, what's also exciting, too, that that just blows me away, is is this concept is that the world's also changing, yes. right? Yeah. So as we're building these infrastructures um, and, and we're looking at how the world's changing, we have to now sort of almost progress from what was traditionally just survey and engineering to now survey and engineering sort of becomes a monitoring aspect, mm-hmm. right? Is it changing? How does the as built of that rail change or evolve in the seasons, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when do I need to do maintenance, yes. right? So we're now evolving into the ability to, to capture digitally and to use that technology in a, in a much more uh, dynamic capacity. Excellent. Yep. And that makes
0: much, much sense. So how do you think this technology is going to change our perceptions and the way we
1: work? well I, I think this this is th- th- there's a lot of things that are happening mm-hmm. and, and I think number one is that the first thing that we're seeing is that surveyors are not necessarily in the field anymore right mm-hmm. you know they've transitioned from doing the surveys in the field, but now they're doing the surveys behind a desk mm-hmm. right but what's great is they're doing it just as accurately as they did it in the field, right? And so it's that dynamic, it's allowing them to do more with less. But I think the other side that's interesting too is, is it's also changing the way we look at the data, right? We're starting to understand a lot more. We're starting to really democratize some of this technology, right? You know, we, we have our, our children who play games, right? They're already 3D enabled, if you mm-hmm. will, as mm-hmm. children now of our generation. Um, and, and I think this is gonna allow them to even accelerate how they view the world right? So, you know, I see situations now evolving where um, what I call really gamification of of digital data, right? You know, we we have to look at how we learn as humans, right? And some of what we do today is not necessarily, you know, the way it's gonna be in the future, Mm -hmm. right? So, I, I, I see the path where you know, maybe in the future, our kids in school might not actually do a traditional fire drill Right. Mm. They could put on a VR headset and they actually could, you know, learn by the way that they're naturally able or more effectively Mm. able to to learn today. Wouldn't that be great? You know, (laughs) by by a headset. Right. And then they they can even do it as homework. Right. So I think these concepts of how 3D is changing the world that we live in, I think, is is quite dramatic. Yeah.
0: Incredible. Absolutely incredible. All right. So, uh, what about some recent uh, applications so far that that you've heard of? Any recent stories,
1: feedback, etc.? Sure. I mean, uh, uh, I, I think I've sort of cut on hit on some of them. But I, have, yeah. I, so, but I think the interesting point is is I would say is the scale that it's happening. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's blowing me away. Is is the uptake. You know, you never know actually where you sit in, in the in the scope or, or the curve of evolution, right? And I think what's really, for me, that I take away is how fast people are accepting and understanding the technology mm-hmm. and really how quick it's being adopted. And I, I think that's really what I take away more than anything. The, the individual use cases, like we spoke about, are, are incredible. But for me, I'm always surprised at how fast we're
0: changing. hmm that's great, though. and ideally people are adapting quickly, Yes. We're providing the technology in a way that people can adapt quickly. Though, Correct. Too. Yes. So that's great. Well, this yes. is very exciting. Anything else you want to share as we wrap
1: up? I mean, no, it's, no. It's, I, I think it's been lovely talking stuff. to you. No, I, I think it's, it's, it's as you can tell, it's something I'm very passionate about. Which is great. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's always a good thing when you're yes. doing that. Yeah, exactly. So. Awesome. Stuart, thank you very much. Sure. You can learn more about Leica Geosystems 3D mobile mapping over at leica-geosystems.com. Check that out. And again, Stuart, thank you for your time. Thank you. We very much appreciate it. Be sure to tune into more episodes on hxgnradio.com or you can visit us over at iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher Radio. Thank you so much for listening.